Hello and welcome to the Negative Positives Podcast, episode 113-113. I'm your host, Mike Gutterman, coming to you from the Gutterman Cave on a Sunday night. And of course, it's Sunday night and everyone's favorite now uh, promoted co-captain to the show, Andre Dominguez, is on the line after a hot and heavy film shooting session this weekend. Andre, how are you doing tonight? I am <laughs> tired and sleep deprived, but very happy from shooting lots and lots of film this weekend. Nice. So how many rows did you uh, did you burn up this weekend? Do you, do you have a total? Uh, a total? Let me see. Um, da, da, da. 14 rows. Wow. 14 rows. I am a slacker. You know how many rows I shot this week? How many? Zero. <laughs> I, I, I mean, I was... honestly, most most weeks I go without shooting anything. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Ordinary for me. Yeah. It's, uh, I was supposed to get some, uh, some, I guess, a bunch of black and white rows in my refrigerator to develop. I was supposed to do that today. And uh, life got in the way, so maybe tomorrow we'll see. But uh, I still have to get my taxes filed. April 15th is the deadline for getting your taxes done. And the good old U.S. of A. paying, uh, find out if Uncle Sam owes me any money, which I think he does. So I need to get those filed. I may have to do that tomorrow. So I don't even know if I'll get my film developed tomorrow, which uh, has let me down. But you got you to gotta file with Uncle Sam this week. So, uh, but uh, that's my uh, my big week. I'm real excited about that. But uh, you can, if you can hear the excitement of my voice. But uh, uh, <laughs> but uh, so Andre, uh, tell us a little bit about this uh, this your shooting experiences uh, this weekend, and uh, so I can live vicariously through you since you actually shot some film this week. All right. At the beginning of the week, I had uh, I mean of the weekend on Friday, I had a, a shift over at Southeastern Camera. Um, shot just a couple of of rolls of um, just like portraits of my of my coworkers uh, at the store with the Mamiya six four five. Just kind of fooling around, testing out that camera system. I know that we've talked about the fact that I'm building a six four five SLR system, and I did not want to go with dirty, dirty Pentax, so <laughs> went with uh, you know it went with Mamiya. I've already got a couple of lenses. Um, some film back interchangeable film backs haha um <laughs> <laughs> you just keep rubbing it in don't you you just keep, you, you just gotta keep trying to uh, prod me and pour salt in my wounds but uh yeah but i'm telling you what man okay. if you're gonna be if you're gonna be a co-captain on the on the uss pentaxian you're gonna have to have a pentax at some point but uh you know. <laughs> <laughs> the pentax auto 110 <laughs> <laughs> and you um yeah, all I've got left to, to build uh, up that system is the actual like body of the camera and that beautiful 80 millimeter 1.9. So I was borrowing um, the rest of the parts that, that I needed from one of my coworkers and just shooting some portraits around the store. Later that night, I went to the movies and shot a couple like just test rolls, like nothing special, just shooting some neon signs at the mall with uh, Cinestill 800T. I dropped those off at my uh, lab to get developed because my C41 chemistry is pretty out of date. Um, I did use uh, my semi-bad chemistry to develop 
a roll of found film that uh, we found in the store, as well as the, like a little test roll of that Minolta point and shoot that I bought at the thrift store the other day. Mm-hmm. Um, what else? So that was Friday. Saturday, I uh, did I do anything in the morning? I don't think so. In the evening, I went to the album release party of my friend and coworker at Southeastern, the very, very talented Mr. Matthew Booth. Of uh, the name of his uh, act is called Disco Volante. Um, Disco is spelled D I S. QO, I believe. I was, you know, very much nervous about shooting this. It was my first time shooting a live concert, um, shooting it on the T-Max P3200, a film stock that I've never shot before, never really done a whole lot with, uh, you know, either pushing film to really high speeds or, or you know, these uh, these super high-speed black-and-white films to begin with. Um, thankfully, because Matthew is a photographer himself, he made sure that, you know, the, the lighting was, was very favorable <laughs> for me. And I ended up just kind of going with my gut in cases, uh, reading what my light meter was reading and just overexposing it a couple stops, uh, and just doing my best and it it definitely paid out from what you guys can see on the on the Facebook page. I'm very, very happy with how things turned out. And I was surprised at at some of the the shots I was able to to get just like, you know, decisive moment wise. I'm 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 pretty impressed. This is, you know, I think some of the best work that I've done in a long, long time. Yeah, I checked. I, I, I checked out the photos on the Facebook group, which is, by the way, you need to join. It's the Negative Positives Film Photography Podcast Facebook group. Andre has posted his photos on that. I just looked at them right before we recorded. They turned out great, man. I, I, I really, uh, really like the way it looks. It reminds me of how you know the old uh, T Max thirty two hundred. It looks like it hasn't really been changed in formulation. The the grain looks how I remember it looking, and I just love the grain on that film, man. It, it reminds me a little bit of like more like T-Max grain or, or, or Tri-X grain. It doesn't really look like, I mean, most T-Max films, the 100 and the 400 hardly have any grain, but, uh, uh, but the grain structure on it actually almost reminds me of uh, more of a gritty, like push, like Tri-X kind of, but I love that the contrast in the, uh, the T-Max 32. And it looks super so but yeah great job and those photos look awesome thanks dude yeah i've um you know gone ahead and 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 told uh, my buddy matthew was like you know use these however you want if you want to use them for like promotional uh material so should be should be good i know that uh, you know he wanted to to get photos of the of the performance um but because he's like (laughs) playing uh you know, he wasn't to, able to take pictures of himself per se. I am very, very <laughs> thankful that you know there were there were a couple of us there shooting some some pictures. Awesome. And then so that was a uh, that was Saturday. I I got back from the event at around midnight and was up until you know some ungodly hour uh, developing everything. And then today in the afternoon, I went to this like international uh, festival thing here on on our like main downtown street in Chapel Hill. Uh, There was everything from like Irish step dancing to like a Chinese like dragon dance. Um, 
some live music, uh, Brazilian capoeira. Like it was, it was really, really fun. I shot six rolls of portrait through the Rolleiflex, as well as just some some portraits of of um, kind of people on the street as I as I walked up and down. And then at seven p.m., I went over and had like the annual banquet thing for my scholarship program and shot a couple rolls of Delta thirty two hundred through my my trusty Nikon FE, just of of friends that. I haven't seen in a while and you know people in my program that we only ever really see each other at these kinds of events so it was it was all good I just haven't developed those because I'm just so tired and sleep deprived I'm sure you guys can hear it in my voice uh, <laughs> <laughs> doing my best here folks <laughs> uh, well I think I think we can give you a pass after after doing all that uh that shooting but uh uh you know I think one reason <clears throat> excuse me I think one reason you were up so late last night is yeah, some drunk guy called you real late last night, and then, uh, uh, yeah, so uh, there was a conversation. Oh, we did. <laughs> what's that? <laughs> I completely forgot. Yeah, yeah, that, yeah. We had a, we had a conversation last night. Uh, I don't I don't remember much of the conversation either, but uh, so don't worry about it. But uh, <laughs> well, that makes two of us. But, uh, what's that? I said that makes two of us. <laughs> Some people ought not to drink, they tell me, but uh, uh, I don't know. <laughs> uh, any, anyway, this uh, this particular episode, we had put up a um, kind of a, you know, put up the topic of uh, discussion uh, up on the Facebook group earlier this week to get some emails and to get some differing opinions other than Andre and my opinion on this particular thing. Uh and so we got like, a, I think we got like eight emails from listeners, which was really awesome. And that's another reason you need to join that Facebook group, because a lot of times we want to kind of preview a topic that's coming up and you guys can weigh in on it before the episode and we can get your emails or opinions out on that. We also kind of wanted to remind people that you can send emails and that's awesome. But uh, if you have the free anchor app, they have a voice recording uh, uh, like part where you can just like look up negative positives and actually send us a voice recording with like your comments or your, your suggestions or questions or whatever. And that's a really cool way to get on the program and actually have your voice on the program rather than us trying to uh, horribly read your emails. But uh, so, yeah, I'm definitely trying to encourage people to use that that voice recording uh, thing. As a matter of fact, that's how Andre became famous on this show, because he was one of the first ones to call in. So uh, and look where it's gotten him. He's now a co-captain on the, the USS Pentaxian. So uh, but uh <laughs> Moving on so there it the is. world, folks. <laughs> so anyhow, the topic that we want that we wanted to talk about that we threw out there, I had sent uh, Andre a text when we were trying to figure out what we wanted to talk about this Sunday. I was like, you know, uh, something I've been thinking about lately is uh, in my mind, I want to start shooting a whole lot more medium format and a whole lot less 35 millimeter. That's in theory what I want to do. But when I go shoot, in reality, I still keep more than you know more often than not picking up my 35 millimeter cameras and just shooting those because, I mean, let's face it, we get lazy and they're easier to carry and you get more shots and. But I really have want like I really want to shoot more 120. And uh, before we get into the listener takes, I'll give my take on it and then Andre can give his. But um, I think where I'm at with it is, you know, uh, I think. Uh, with medium format 
beyond it being just a, a larger negative and, you know, you get more resolution. And I just love how beautiful the negatives are. Uh, one thing I hate about 35 millimeter is the scanning. I absolutely abhor scanning 35 millimeter. Whereas like scanning 120 is so much easier. Like, I don't know. Well, obviously there's less frames to scan in each row, but it's just so much easier to get into the, the stupid film holders and, and uh, I just, I, I really hate scanning 35 millimeter. And that's one of my, one of my things, one of my reasons for wanting to, uh, uh, you know, do less 35 and do more 120. And also I have this beautiful Pentax 6.7 and I got to start using it. And, uh, you know, it's, but it's a tank, it's a beast. It's, yeah, I got to motivate myself to take it out. Uh, and I also have a Pentax 6.45 that I really like using that I haven't used as much as I should have. And it's just kind of silly to have these awesome cameras and keep taking my little 35 millimeter uh, SLRs out when I have these uh, macho machines I could be taking out. So uh, it's something that I want to definitely do more of in the future, especially now the weather's uh, starting to turn a little bit. It's still chilly here in Louisville, which is really starting to piss me off, but it's supposed to get better this week. So, and uh, yeah, I just want to get out and do more 120. It's, I think it's, uh, I kind of enjoy the whole process. I even like developing 120 more and I like scanning it more and I like the, I like the results more. I just got to stop being lazy and grabbing those easy to carry 35 millimeters. Uh, but uh, that's just where I'm at, at uh, with this particular subject. It's more like uh, just trying to self-motivate myself to, to start burning up more 120 film. Um, so Andre, how do you feel about the, uh, the situation? I think you maybe kind of uh, agreed that you're in a bit of the same boat with, as me on this. Yeah, absolutely. I definitely think that like with me being partial to rangefinders when it comes to 35, I tend to shoot them, you know, in a, in a kind of very specific way. I tend to use pretty wide angle lenses, either a 35 or a 25 uh, zone focusing it like 90% of the time. So a lot of my 35 millimeter uh, photography has a certain kind of look to it. And it's hard to kind of break out of that because I'm not used to shooting with 35 millimeter SLRs that much. And so I want to start shooting more medium format because I mean, it, it'll, it'll encourage me to, you know, focus traditionally more than zone focus and thus change the kinds of things that I'm shooting. I wouldn't really tend to do like street photography with uh, medium format. And I mean, not in the, in the same sense, like I would with the Leicas, like I went out today with the Rolleiflex and just left the 35 millimeter cameras at home because I knew that I wanted to do some, uh, some like shallow depth of field portraits of, of strangers on the street, as well as kind of, you know, document what was going on there on the international festival, but not on 35 <laughs> to, to yeah. overall take less amount of pictures. I don't have the problem with, um, with 35 uh, scanning being a pain because of the pack on even sometimes like now I find that scanning 120 in comparison to 35 with a pack on is a chore because I have to get out the V600, get the, the negative holders, you know, cut the strip and then, rocket blow the dust off of the negative so it it actually ends up being kind of the opposite for me in terms of of scanning yeah that pack on definitely would make 35 millimeter a, a heck of a lot more enjoyable experience uh for me do you, th do you think that uh 
if you had taken a 35 millimeter today, you think, do you think you would have fallen into your old habits and used that more? Or did you, yeah, or do you think absolutely. you had a good, I definitely think I would have fallen into my old habits. I mean, I don't think I would have taken any portraits at all. Whereas, you know, the, the Roloflex attracts so much attention that I just find myself shooting portraits more than anything else. But like I did shoot some pictures of like the Irish step dancers, uh, the people who were doing the Brazilian capoeira. Um, I shot some pictures of the, um, the kids like with those like uh, dragon uh, puppet things. I don't know what the actual mm-hmm. name is and all of that like you know, most of that I was actually, you know, flipping up the magnifier, focusing properly. Granted, some of the things like the the capoeira where like people were moving around all over the place, like I, I was zone focusing, um, but definitely less so than had I brought a 35 millimeter camera. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. All right. Well, uh, any, any other takes we need to put out on this before we get to the listener's take or uh, uh, do you want to move on? I think we are probably good to head on over to the listeners. Do you want to uh, start that with a new section? Yeah, uh, let's see. Um, actually, yeah, let's just go ahead and go on into it. I think. Uh, yeah, we're at we're at seventeen minutes so far. So uh, you know, let's go ahead and just jump on in. Hopefully, uh, it won't. Uh, we won't have a. The, we're not even going to say the word crash, even though I just said the word crash. But uh, hopefully, it won't. Uh, the anchor app will keep working for us tonight. But uh, <laughs> so, uh, but let's go ahead and try it. But. Uh, I'll go ahead and start with the, uh, the first email. And, uh, this is from Mr. Steven Byrne. And, uh, I look for some, he has an Instagram account and I just uh, started following him and he, uh, returned the follow on that, but he has it set up as like a private account. So I don't know if he, he didn't give me any, uh, you know, uh, social media to give out. So I don't want to give it out in case he's not really wanting to get that out in public. So Steven, if you want your Instagram account out in the public, uh, <laughs> by all means, hit us up and I'll get it out at some point. But, uh, uh, for now, I'm just going to leave it uh, like it is. But, uh, Mr. Steven Byrne says, "Ugh, this is unbearably difficult. I'm also guilty of just grabbing a 35 and running with it. It's light, convenient, easier to shoot and more film stocks to choose from. I travel around Metro Boston for work and having a bag that fits all my work shit along with, <laughs> with a camera is difficult to begin with, especially since my current options are a Bronica SQ-A and a Fuji GL690. Whenever I'm going out to shoot, I'll bring a 120 camera or going on vacation somewhere. To change this, I'm always eyeing other 120 cameras on eBay, such as the Bronica RF645 or similar something that emulates shooting 35, but is easier to carry and shoot. I have this theory that if I have a smaller 120 camera or a bag that can easily facilitate a larger camera, I'd shoot it more day to day. I don't know. Carrying a big camera around is difficult. <laughs> so that was uh, Mr. Stephen Byrne. And yeah, I mean, I agree. I think it's uh, sometimes that we, uh, you know, like I noticed like if you're walking to a, to a store or a, uh, some sort of uh public building that has like uh you know uh, the regular manual doors you open yourself or the uh you know the actual uh, automatic doors you've watched people man like 98 percent of the time they go to the automatic doors i always try to uh, uh do the manual door just to just to get some exercise but uh, <laughs> but people and generally will always take the the uh you know the power eyes the powered doors and uh so I don't know. That's just kind of human nature, I guess, to take the easier way, the smaller way, the lighter way. And um, 
but there you go. I don't know, Andre, any, any thoughts on Steven's comments there? Yeah. I mean, I completely understand, uh, with a lot of medium format cameras they tend to occupy like a pretty big footprint in your, in your bag. I, in an ideal world, I would love to, you know, run around with one 35 millimeter camera and one medium format. And a lot of times it ends up being the M6 and my Rolleiflex because it, you know, it's overall, it's so small that I can just have it like in one corner of my bag, not taking up a huge amount of space. Uh, but definitely a, a Bronic SQA or a Fuji GL690 are definitely beefier cameras that would, you know, get in the way of, of Steven's quote unquote work shit. So <laughs> I understand that it's, it's more convenient, but he's been doing great stuff with, um, with both of those cameras. Uh, I, I noticed that he uses them more when he's uh, traveling or doing his, um, his work with like abandoned buildings there in, in Massachusetts. So, Hey man, I, I encourage you one day to leave the, the M6 at home and take out just the, the, the Fuji rangefinder and have a have a ball. It's still a it's still a rangefinder, a little bit a little bit harder to use, no inbuilt meter, but you can do it, buddy. <laughs> now, so you've seen some of Steven's work. Uh, uh, I'm pretty yeah. sure I've seen him on some so on some social media. What is he on some social media that we can give out here that he just didn't send? Or, uh, I wouldn't sure. One of his was... accounts that I'm sure that he'd be fine with us sharing is Floral Aggressor. Oh, okay. Okay. Yeah. I should know that. Yeah. I follow him. I follow him on that. Okay. Okay. Yeah. yeah. Floral that aggressor. That's the one that I always remember. Yeah. Okay. Okay. I don't know why I didn't think of it. I didn't remember that one. Yeah. That he's on Instagram as floral aggressor. That's correct. Yeah. And I do follow that account. So Steven, uh, awesome. Thank you for the email and, uh, let's go on to the next guy. Andre, I think you're up. Sounds good. I have a nice little short one from Mr. Matt Melcher saying, yes, me too. I want to shoot more medium format. It's not like I don't have a nice camera for it. My main medium format camera is a Yashica Mat 124G, and I greatly enjoy it. I've also got a Holga and a Diana. I pick up a medium format SLR if the price was right. Well, Matt, I know that the, the prices on the Pentax 6.7, for example, aren't going down anytime soon. So if you want to join Matt on the, on the beastly SLR route, might, might be a good idea to, to jump on that now. <laughs> He continues, yeah, one but... issue I have is that I own a freezer full of 35mm film. My rough count is that I could shoot a roll of 35mm every week for 10 years and not run out. It's just so convenient to grab a 35mm rig and run. If I don't finish the roll, I don't care as I know I will eventually. With medium format, I feel like I want to finish it quickly and develop it right away. So I only grab it when I know I'll shoot the entire roll. Mm. Yeah, that's, that's a good point. So, uh... Uh, wow, if he's got that much film, yeah, he, I can see why that would be a detriment to starting to get into a lot of 120. That's a lot. That's a lot of 35 millimeter film. Wow, uh, I thought my freezer was bad, but that's uh, that's 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 a, that's a, that's impressive. But uh, yeah, like you said, Andre, the Pentax 67. One of the reasons I decided to stop uh, farting around with it and just going ahead and buying one is they just seem to keep slowly going up in price. So if you are interested in a Pentax 67 uh now's the time they, they they're not getting cheaper uh but there are a lot of six uh, six four five cameras that are really cheap like i know that i'm going to keep pushing pentax here but this pentax 645 is so cheap and for the kind of camera you get out you know with it but and even a lot of six four fives are are not too bad and you know it's uh 
I think six four five gets a bad rap because they're like, well, if why shoot that? It's not that much bigger than thirty five. It's uh, you know, but actually it is quite a bit bigger than thirty five. I think it's still like two and a half times bigger. I think than thirty five or something like that. But but uh, you know, there's uh, you still get great great photographs out of a six four five, even though a lot of people kind of act like it's it's not big enough to bother with. Which I I, I just kind of disagree with that statement. But uh, I don't know. All right. Well, thank oh, you, Matt, for, yeah. <laughs> for uh, giving us your, your thoughts. Over to you, Mike, for the next one. Did he leave any uh, social media or anything on that? He did not. Shame on you, Mr. Melcher. Yeah, guys, definitely when you – if you do send an email in, uh, make sure to include your social media links because we forget and uh, the the, <laughs> the Anchor app that we used to record is on our phones, and I'm always paranoid that if I, if I leave the app, it's going to crash and <laughs> – Oh, yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. All right. So I'm up next. And this is another short one. And uh, this is from Junior Wyatt. I'm going to get it right. I did not call him J.R. Wyatt this time. So uh, uh, he is uh, calling us all a bunch of lazy bums because uh, he uh, he basically uh, is uh, on the right side of the fence here because he, he says, hi, Mike. Hi, Andre. Hope all is well. He actually included you there, Andre. You see that? I know. Lovely. Um, <laughs> it's only once so it's I achieve the well. rank of, of co-captain that I get recognition. <laughs> <laughs> well, people were worried that I was going to fire you at any point, I think. So I think that's what, it, you know, that's, uh... <laughs> but anyway, he says, hope all is well. Anyways, just responding to your post regarding shooting 35 millimeter and 120 film. For me, I tend to shoot 120. There's just a certain look and feel uh, to it that pulls me in. Don't get me wrong, I still shoot 35 millimeter here and there, but when I go out to shoot, it's 120. Anyways, that is my thought on the matter. Happy shooting, Junior. And uh, Junior Wyatt is on Instagram at uh, J-R Wyatt, J-R-W-Y-A-T-T photo on Instagram. Yeah, uh, so, uh, yeah, I like that. Uh, he seems to uh, be shooting more uh, 120. Like, like the, the look and the feel is what pulls him in. I think that's what I why I want to shoot more 120. There is cert- a certain like depth to the images that I think medium format film gives you that uh, is somewhat lacking on 35 millimeters. So uh, uh, that's another reason why I want to um, stop being lazy with a 35 millimeter. Any thoughts on that, Andre? No, a hundred percent that like that 3d pop uh, that, that people talk about with, with medium format, even if you're not shooting uh, with the super wide aperture, I love the the look of it. And I'm hoping that, the shots I took today at that international festival, shots that normally I would have taken with a 35, I'm hoping end up looking uh, really interesting on that on that six by six negative. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. All right, Andre, you are up, brother. All right, got another short one here from Mr. Bryce Randall saying, "Hey, Mike and Andre." I too have the same dilemma <laughs> as you and Andre, but in reverse. I always shoot medium format, but would love to shoot 35 for street photography to blend in a little more. I've had this struggle for close to a year now and finally realized that 120 just fits me more. I prefer working with the larger negatives and the square format of my Hasselblad. No shame in sticking with what you enjoy doing. I take the approach of experimenting less and trying to shoot with the same film slash gear more to really dial in my photography. Can't wait to hear the show. Catch you later. Bryce Randall. And no social media links. Oh, you guys. Tisk, tisk. But uh, yeah, we are, yeah, like I, I put a thing on the Facebook uh, post about this. Like if you guys uh, want to become, you know, f- uh, photo superstars, there's only one way to do it. And that's to get your, 
your uh, social media out to us so we can spread it to the the masses and uh so i don't know what you guys you guys are just trying to be like uh the most uh hip underground photographers ever by not getting famous so i guess it's what you're doing there so <laughs> but uh yeah so i don't know any other thoughts on uh who was that bryce randall yes yeah yeah well um i don't know uh I would uh, I would say that he can uh, I'll trade him I'll trade the the dilemma he's in a little bit I wish I could uh, <laughs> do more 120 and, and want to do 35 because <laughs> I have I do have a lot more 35 millimeter film uh, in my freezer than I have 120 I'm getting a little low on my 120 so uh, uh, I'm gonna have to do something about that I think uh, very soon I have a have a birthday coming up so maybe I'll make it happen for that so there you go I'm getting older by the day so uh, um, but <laughs> all right, let's get to the next one here. I think it's my turn. And this is a, this is a long one. And he warns us on that earlier here in this email. But uh, he's, this is from Jeremy Van Scalquick. And uh, he says, greetings, Mike and Andre. Happy Sunday evening to you. A couple of quick notes first. Number one, I've written a long one here. Just thought I'd warn you. And number two, it's pronounced Van Scalquick, which I did get right. So I'm happy about that. And uh so he starts out, he says, I wanted to chime in on the topic of shooting 35 millimeter over medium format. I too am guilty of this quite often. When I head out somewhere and expect to be able to take some photos, most often family gatherings, I have packed both 35 millimeter and medium format quite frequently, yet I rarely use the larger camera. As I think to why, it's at least partly because none of my 120 cameras have meters, yet nearly all my 35 millimeter cameras do. My nicest medium format shooter is a Yashica ATLR, which is perhaps my only medium format camera with any manual controls, but still no meter. I've actually shot more with my FPP plastic fantastic debonair, typically indoors with flash. That camera gives very little in the way of controls. It's similar to a Diana or a Holga, but manages to produce decent results quite consistently, even if I'm not sure how. Other than that, I think shooting 35 millimeter is just a bit simpler with 35 millimeter being so much more popular, especially in the later years of the heyday of film, there were more cameras being developed and built. I'm sure there are very nice medium format format cameras out there, but I don't appear to have any yet, <laughs> or perhaps I just need to get more used to the ones I have. I have also been thinking of this very topic recently as I'm planning to try to do something about it. In a couple of weeks, I'll be attending a photo walk with a local uh, photography group. We'll be visiting, looks like Blithwald Mansion, a mansion and huge property down in Bristol, Rhode Island. Uh, while I grew up quite close to there, I've never actually visited and I'm looking forward to it. Since we'll be attending during their daffodil days, I'm planning on loading up my Yashica A with some slide film. I'll also have the, a Polaroid with me since it will be the first day of Polaroid Week 2018. And with apologies, I must admit, I'll probably pack a digital as well. Boo. come on come on jeremy but uh, <laughs> either either my 15 year old dslr purchased last summer or a fuji mirrorless i'm going to borrow from or, or a fuji mirrorless i'm going to borrow from a co-worker to test out i plan to have no 35 millimeter camera on me although my son who's seven years old will be shooting 35 millimeter i'm going to load him up with ektar because i don't trust his point and shoot to be as accurate for slides but he should still be able to get some great colors this should help me shoot 120 instead of 35 millimeter, at least on that day. But it will be hard juggling both digital and film. Perhaps I'll find another way to test my coworkers mirrorless and go film only. But the temptation for the fast turnaround time on digital is strong, and my resistance to the dark side <laughs> to the dark side of photography is weak. 
Thanks for letting me ramble. I apologize for taking up so much of your Sunday evening podcast. Time. But these days, those shows are like four hours long anyway, right? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yours in film, Jeremy Vanskalquick. And uh, he put out his socials. He says, warning, this won't be very helpful. On Twitter, he is at Jeremy VS. And he says, this one works. On Flickr, he says, I have a few, a few film shots there but haven't updated it much. I'm not even sure of my username. <laughs> and then on Instagram, he says, I should start putting pictures here, maybe. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, Jeremy, uh, get on the social media. And so uh, there you go. But, uh, yeah, I would, uh, I mean, I, I guess I have to say this, being this is a film uh, podcast, but I would say that leave those digitals at home, you know, because I think it would be really, as much as I'm tempted to shoot 35 millimeter over medium format, Man, if you get, you know, if you go to the dark side of photography and you have a digital on you, it's going to be really easy to to pull that thing and use that more than uh, than maybe your film cameras at times, because uh, just I guess the quickness and convenience of it or whatever. So, uh, yeah, I don't know. I would leave that digital home personally, but uh, uh, yeah, I don't know. That's that's where I would go with it. Because, uh, but it's nice that you are kind of leaving the thirty five millimeters at home. How about you just go ahead and leave that digital at home too? So, uh, <laughs> uh, anyway, anything you thought about uh, this uh, nice long email from Jeremy uh, Andre? Uh, I I just think that like you know, a lot of people, especially when they're out for for family outings, you know, if you have kids running around, I can understand that you know having something big and and slower to to focus sometimes, uh, like a like a TLR uh, can be kind of discouraging but uh i i'd say you use it as a as a challenge i mean i was i was trying to you know capture moving subjects today like uh with a tlr as well and it was definitely a a a challenge but no practice makes perfect and i think that that you'll definitely be be really happy with the results that you get if you kind of (laughs) pull a bryce randall and and uh, really learn the, the the camera well, get really good at it um, with that particular um, TLR, and then they just have that as like your family outing camera. Yeah, and I, I mean, I can also see where uh, in a situation uh, where he's going to be shooting quite a bit in a day where the lack of, it, all, it seems all his medium format cameras don't have a light meter. Uh, and I, I can see where that's, um, you know, I, I can see where that can be hard to motivate yourself at sometimes to, to use those. Uh, but I would, Jeremy, I'd recommend, uh, getting, try to get a medium format camera with a, with a light meter. Uh, I think that might, might help you a little bit in your, to be a little more encouraged to shoot, um, a medium format a little more often. Cause I, I have a bunch of old cameras that don't have light meters as well. And, and I do sometimes like that challenge. Sometimes I like to just not even use a light meter at all, like an external one or my phone light meter, because, uh, it's kind of nice to kind of test your knowledge of the sunny 16, uh, rule, but, um, I don't know. It seems like, you know, not having any sort of medium format camera with a light meter with, you know, that if all your medium form cameras don't have a light meter, that could be something that's discouraging a little bit too, I guess. But, uh, I don't know. Uh, do you usually, did you, okay. So you use the, the Raleigh today, is it right? Andre? And so you don't have, obviously it doesn't have a light meter. So, nope. um, did you just do sunny 16 or did you use an external i i do not know how to do sunny 16 i've never been able to you know judge how sunny it is and i'm (laughs) generally terrible at you know judging like if a a 
cloud goes over the sun, like how many stops, like I would have to increase the exposure by. So I use a little Sekonic light meter and I'm fine uh, taking a reading. And if the light changes, you know, pulling it out and taking another reading uh, and that works absolutely perfect for me. Mm, nice. Nice. Well, all right, Jeremy Vance, Vance scout quick, get on social media and, uh, and let us know that. And uh, thank you for your email, sir. That was awesome. And uh, all right, Andre, you still have one left, I think, right? I do. You have two I've, left? Got a, I've got two left in there. Pretty okay. Long. Okay. So I'll start okay. from, from Penny. So um, she says here, Hey Mike about, and Andre, mm. <laughs> Not the whole 35 millimeter versus 120 thing. Guilty as charged. When I want to shake off those third shift battery worker blues, I'll get all psyched to go uh, shooting on a day off. Or if I go uh, out of town, almost always, I will just grab a 35 millimeter. When I have a medium or large format camera with me, I try and justify having the 35 by telling myself that, you know, just in case there's a glitch, I'll have a backup camera. A 35 almost always accompanies me no matter what I'm shooting, and then it's usually an SLR over a rangefinder. I pretty much got out of photography from 98 until I jumped into digital in 20, in 2005, and when I realized I could actually afford film again, I skipped 35 and went right into 120. Not long after, I jumped into 4x5. Then I decided I wanted a rangefinder and went back to 35 and now shoot mostly 35. However, moving forward, I've backed both Newbox, thank you very much, and Chroma. Uh, Steve Lloyd says thank you as well on Kickstarter. <laughs> I need to set the 35mm aside for a while after those come in. Unfortunately or fortunately, my brother is the king of yard sale slash thrift store finds, yay me. So I'm always wanting to run a test roll or two of film through something he's picked up for me. So I'll grab one of those cameras instead. I have a pretty decent sized untested stack. And yard sale season is upon us. The struggle is real. I love both medium and large format. The negatives are amazing. And I love the challenge of shooting both formats. It comes down to just forcing myself to just take one non 35 millimeter camera or lens combo and planning on shooting my day around it. A lot of times I'll want to do some light hiking and almost always will grab a 35 over anything else. This last fall, however, I did load up my Tamrac Expedition 7 with my RB67, four lenses, and a tripod. That's a big pack, almost too big for my Weebles. Well, oh, no, sorry, almost too big for my five-foot, three-inch body. But I was encouraged on a short hike that I didn't collapse from all the weight or wobble like a Weeble because Weebles <laughs> wobble, but they don't fall down. Is that a reference to something? yeah it was a toy back in the uh back in the 70s it's for all this old folk they old folks there was these toys uh the little toy figures and they like they they would weeble and wobble but they couldn't you couldn't follow down they they, they kind of like if you, you pressed them down they would they would pop back up because they had like rounded bottoms and kind of weighted rounded bottoms and that was the slogan weebles wobble but they don't fall down so uh... <laughs> gotcha. two more paragraphs left <laughs> So far, I haven't jumped on the social media bandwagon outside of a Flickr account. I'll attach a link to it, but warning, it's commingled with digital. Oh, no. Actually, it's mostly digital, but there's a few newer black and white film shots there. Since it does appear that there are several folks with the unoriginal screen name of Pixel Geek, I did match PA Ferris to it, so someone can search by it as well if they are so inclined. 
Thanks, Mike, for a fun podcast. I enjoy the chats with Andre. Usually I listen to it on my way home from work, but maybe this Sunday I'll, tass- I'll toss back a cold one while listening to it when I get home. How does Irish death sound? Drunken podcast listening, anyone? Thank you, Penny <laughs> Ferris. Penny, thank you so much for your, uh, your long-winded but humorous and reference-filled email. We really do appreciate it. And speaking of uh, uh, drinks, Penny, uh, cheers. Here we go. Okay, uh, just uh, just cheers you there. <laughs> uh, so yeah, that was a, that was a good one. Um, I like the fact that apparently, Penny, you are also a blue collar worker. Blue collar workers unite in photography. I like it. We're taking over. So uh, uh, it's nice to hear another uh, somebody else using photography to uh save themselves from a so killing uh, factory job so uh, <laughs> I, uh, I really like killing just as soul killing is yours all right let's move on over i don't to know the I, last I, one. I, I don't i don't know if i like aunt tired andre he's he's a little salty but uh <laughs> i don't know <laughs> All right, let's move on over to the last one because we're already at 40 minutes. Uh, this is from our good buddy, George, um, saying, Hello, guys. I hope everything is just fine with both of you. It's once again the guy with the strange last name, George Bacajo. I saw your post on the Facebook group and thought a bit about that problem of shooting more medium format versus 35. Uh, best advice I can give you is just pick the medium format camera and don't take any other camera with you when going out to shoot that is exactly what I did today, George. The human condition usually takes us the easiest route, and if you have a heavier, bulkier, medium format camera with you and also a smaller 35 millimeter, you will usually end up picking up and shooting the 35 a lot more or exclusively in detriment of the medium format one. So just leave the smaller one at home and take the tank out. <laughs> Of course, the medium format camera is not always going to be the best option, and you will end up always shooting the 35 more if you have both cameras. That's because the medium format is usually a slower shooting method, and cost-wise, per frame, the 35 is cheaper. I also suffer from shooting 35 more, but in reality, I prefer the medium format shooting experience with my Mamiya RZ67. Strange, right? I prefer one, but I use the other the most. That's also due to the fact that I carry my everyday 35mm, a Nikon F3 with a 50 or 28mm lens, everywhere with me. I always have that camera on my bag. But when I leave home with the Mamiya, I only take that one so that I'm only focused on medium format, thinking and framing in 6x7 and not in 3x2. I tend not to worry a lot if I'm shooting a lot more of one format versus the other. The important thing is doing what you love. If you want some inspiration to shoot more medium format, just pick a 35 millimeter negative and a medium format one, put them side by side, and I'm absolutely sure you will immediately have an uncontrollable itch to go about shooting uh, medium format that you have to scratch. The huge negatives are so immensely beautiful that you won't be able to resist the calling. Thanks for always. Uh, thanks for an always great show. Yours truly, George Kakeju. He can be found at george um underscore kakeju that's c-a-r-q-u-e-i-j-o on instagram and also on his new youtube channel if you guys have not already been following that that is uh shutter release on youtube so go check him out yeah george i've been really uh i've watched both your videos you put out so far i really have enjoyed them uh, keep those coming man i really i really like them and uh i can tell from the videos uh 
that uh, I would like to hang out with you. You seem like a really, a really nice guy and you come off that way on those videos. So keep it up, man. I, I, uh, I really have enjoyed them, but uh, uh, also, uh, yeah. So he, um, what did he say there? That was, uh, uh, well, yeah, the, the size of the negatives. It is a beautiful thing. At home, uh, bring the medium format out. Cause if you bring both, like you'll be inclined to shoot the 35 cause it's lighter. So don't give yourself the option. Just, Go out with a medium format. I mean, that's exactly what I did today, and it, it really, really helps. Oh yeah, yeah. And plus, he's right. Uh, the negative size is like when you pull a, a, a you know a row of uh, thirty uh, one twenty negatives out of your developing tank, and there's the size, and uh, they are a thing of beauty. So I, I really can't wait to. I've never done one twenty uh, medium format like slides yet. I've only done uh, slides in thirty five millimeter, and so I can't imagine how beautiful that is. I know Andre, you got you got blown away when you did some slides on 120 format. So uh, that's got to be a thing of beauty for sure. But Yeah, absolutely. I've done some um, some 6x9 slides with the Fuji GW 690. I know that uh, that Junior Wyatt's getting ready to, to do some of that as well. I encourage Stephen Byrne to, to get out and shoot his his uh, GL 690 with some, some Provia um, if you're inclined to, to give Fujifilm some of your money. <laughs> but... Um, <laughs> In that case, I think it would be it'd be worth it. A six by nine slide, there's there's nothing like that, other than four by five yeah. slides or eight by ten. Nice. Well, I thought we were done, but I forgot I have one more too. So, uh, so this is going to be a long podcast. Just the way it's happened, I can't believe we're still on and anchor hasn't crashed. So I shouldn't have said that. But here we go. Uh, this is from Mister Stephen Ray. Uh, he's our New Zealand friend. I think he calls himself a Kiwi a lot. I believe that's what he calls himself. But anyway. <laughs> Uh, well, I mean, that's Steven's why very... people from New Zealand call themselves. It's not just him. <laughs> oh, geography. <laughs> but uh, he's very active on the Facebook group, so it's always nice to uh, hear from Stephen. But uh, he says, hi, Mike. Uh, Steve here from uh, down in New Zealand. This is my reason for shooting what I shoot. Mostly I shoot 35 millimeter, and it's my go-to when I go out with friends and family. Having said that, I really hate shooting people. <laughs> when me and my wife travel, I mostly shoot 35 millimeter because of the roll sizes. I load one camera with my favorite black and white film and another with color. And with that setup, I can generally go most of the day without a pesky film change. When I'm out shooting or when I'm out taking shots for the joy and thrill of chasing that one amazing photo, I shoot 120. And that's because the rolls are shorter, so I can get a few pre-planned shots and then head home. Mostly when I go out in this mode, I've already got some shots in my mind and I just want to shoot them and head home. I don't want, uh, want to head home knowing I've still got 12 frames not exposed. That's why I ordered a 4x5 camera. I have a couple of images that I want to get just down the road and would rather just take a couple of film holders and shoot three or four frames. I mostly shoot the 120 film in a pinhole camera. Now this brings a whole other side because with a pinhole, you never truly know exactly how the image is framed and that's half the fun. Well, thanks, Mike and your son for the Sunday shows. They make my Tuesday mornings at 4 a.m. a bit of fun for the first half hour. Andre really works hard for this obsession of ours. He answers every question and every message I've ever sent him. I'm sure like most listeners, I'd love to meet up with you fellas sometime for a bourbon or beer. Although I doubt it'll ever stop at one or two sometime. <laughs> yes, it never does stop at one or two bourbons or beers with us, uh, uh, Stephen. So you know, just kind of if we ever meet up, it's good. You're going to be in it for the long haul. But uh, <laughs> but uh, and then he uh, finishes up. He says, oh, yeah. Did I say thanks? <laughs> Little Stevie Ray. And uh, Stephen Ray is on Instagram at uh, Ray.Steven. He spells Ray. It's R-E-A. 
dot Stephen S T E P H E N. Uh, thank you, Stephen, for that uh, that email. Always a pleasure to hear from you, brother. And uh, uh, yeah, so uh, you know he's uh, even throwing a little four by five in there. A dilemma like I haven't even got to four by five yet, so that's going to be another step. Uh, I wonder if when I, I wonder if when I start if if and if I ever start shooting four by five, if I'll be like, you know, I just can't get myself to shoot this four by five. I always want to take out this medium format. I wonder if it'll just move up a step, you know. But <laughs> that but, could uh, absolutely be the be the case. I mean, it also really depends on the kind of of um of camera that you're using i mean like people people have been throwing out you know uh mamiya rb and rz 67s definitely cameras that are, are more favored to using tripods versus you know yashica mats and and, and roloflexes like much more compact um and then you get into like your your holgas your new box uh box cameras as well so like you know medium format is just the size of the of the negative i definitely think that that decision um, a big part of that is the actual camera that you're you're using. Something kind of small, light, and easy to use is always going to be closer to the ease of use of 35 than um, you know same format perhaps. Uh, but the bigger the camera and the more bulky and unwieldy it is to use, the more that dilemma starts creeping in for people. Mm-hmm. And I think that's why there's a, a like I threw out a six four five uh, earlier. I think that's where that's a, there's a that's a nice if you want like a real like more pro pro camera than something like a Hoga or something or uh, a box camera or whatever. Six four five is a nice little small leap up into medium format where the cameras don't get that much more gigantic than like say a a pro thirty five millimeter SLR or something. So it's not that huge of a jump to. Uh, for a 645 as far as camera size at least there's there's some smaller 645 cameras out there so uh that's always a good way to uh, approach it if you don't have any sort of medium format camera yet and you're afraid of the camera size discouraging you but uh but yeah so man everybody thank uh thank everyone for these uh, emails that was really awesome and again this is something what we want to do more often uh, have a topic and uh you know put it out there on the facebook group and then uh you know get your all's opinions on this so it's not just always uh just our two opinions uh hitting you over the head every week but uh so uh, i think we need to wrap this one up andre we are coming up to on 50 minutes it's unbelievable but uh people are going to gripe at us because our, our podcasts are getting longer so uh but uh i don't know if it, i think people like us in, sh- in short burst but uh <laughs> but uh all right andre where can people find your work People can find my work at TimelessStreets.com, on Instagram at adominguez64, and on the Negative Positives Film Photography Podcast Facebook group. Awesome. You can see my work on Instagram at Gutterman Photo, on Facebook at Mike Gutterman Photography, and also on the, uh, obviously, the Negative Positives Film Photography Podcast Facebook group. You can email this program at guttermanphoto at gmail.com all right that's the end of this show thank you all for listening thanks for the emails everyone uh everyone stay positive and shoot some cool film photos we will see you soon thank you very much